Hi and welcome. My name is Jackie and this is Book Club for One, a podcast where I talk about books I love, books I hate, and some that I definitely would love to toss across the room. This is a judgment-free place. Therefore, it does not matter whether you've read one book or a hundred in the last one year. All are welcome. Please stay tuned till the very end of this episode in order to hear my recommendations for this week. And the books I'll be recommending to you today fall into the category of, wait for it, middle grade. So stick around for that and let's get started. Hi again, how are you? I hope you're doing great. I'm good as well. And thank you so much for listening in to yet another episode of Book Club for One. I'm so glad that you're here and that you've decided to join me today. And today, in this episode, I'll be talking or reviewing two books. I read them last week and I've just completed them just like the other day. And I thought that it would be fitting to review them both because I read them back to back. And the books I'm talking about are Last Chance books. And this one is written by Kelsey Rodkey. That's the title of the first book, Last Chance Books. And the second one is called Recipe for a Perfect Wife. And this book is written by Kama Brown. Now, the first book, which is Last Chance Books by Kelsey Rodkey, was published on May 18th, 2021. And on Goodreads, it falls under the categories of romance, contemporary, young adult, and fiction. So, this book, I'm not sure, I can't remember exactly where I saw it, but here we are, I read it, and I would define, or I would, um, what is the word, I would describe this book as a cutesy book. Now, a cutesy book, you know this kind of book, they are the kinds of books which are very actually common nowadays, with very pretty covers in pastel colored themes and usually it usually has like the main characters on the covers and these cute rom-com romance kind of stories so this book is just a typical cutesy book in that the story is pretty much the same girl meets boy there's an attraction and she later discovers that he's the enemy or she finds out something about him that she does not like. There's conflict, although deep down they like each other. There's a growing attraction. And of course, at the end, they act upon it. They forgive each other. The conflict is resolved and everyone is happy. So in this case, Last Chance Books is about a young woman called Madeline. Madeline Moore. Yeah. And Madeline is, she is a bookaholic. She loves books. And she works at a bookstore owned by her family. In this case, it's owned currently by her aunt Astrid. And this bookshop has been in her family since, well, her grandmother owned it. And now her aunt. And she is hoping that it will be passed on to her. However, unlikely that will not be the case because their bookshop, their bookstore called Books and More, is going to shut down once their lease comes to an end because they don't have money to continue running this store. They're not making profit. They're not making as much money as they thought they would. 
And of course, there are reasons for this. People are not buying books as they used to because now it's a digital age. People are reading books online. But Madeline does not believe this. She thinks that the main culprit or the main reason why they are shutting down their store is because of the bookstore that opened that opened <laughs> that opened just opposite from theirs. Now this store is a modern version of Madeline's family store. It's very modern and they do things a little bit differently and Madeline really hates it. Now she comes across this guy or he comes into the store. His name is Jasper and they flirt and she actually really likes him. And he comes a couple of times and she's really into this guy until she realizes that he is the son of the people who own the store that is across from hers and that he also works there. And him coming into the store was not, well, she thought it was not to flat or to talk to how to buy books it was just like to come and check out what they're doing in their store so that he can also go and replicate it in theirs so she's pissed and there is this ongoing war between them they play pranks um they prank each other and these pranks really got out of hand personally if someone did the things they were doing to each other i would call the police on them because some of them got out of hand they would try and steal customers from each other spread false information about each other's stores and it was pretty bad on this conflict between them continues for most of the book however there's this obvious attraction that is between them and it wins out at the end of the day and so yeah that's pretty much it when it comes to this book it is a very easy read book there's nothing much to hate about it nothing really stands out for me it is a very cutesy very nice easy to read book and um my favorite character was zelda i think she deserves an honorary mention she is madeline's best friend and she's also a worker at her family's bookstore books and more and um, i think the only difficult topic or issue that came up in this book was in relation to madeline's relationship with her mom it's very strange Madeline's mom left her and her brother when they were very little and she left them in the care of her aunt that is Astrid the owner of the bookstore she left them with their aunt and went off to try and become an actress to go and find herself and over the period of Madeline and her brother's life her brother is called Benny her mom just comes like in short periods of time she comes for two days she comes for a week and then she leaves actually i don't think she's ever been there for a week but now at this time when madeline is like not in the best place because the bookstore closing was very hard on her she had made all her memories in this place she really really loved it she felt like it was a part of her family and now it was being closed it was very hard on her but then her mom at this period in time decides to finally come back for good to stay with them to stay with her family and madeline and her, her brother are not ready for it they try to avoid her the relationship is very strained and awkward and there is a whole conversation that can be had about that issue or about that topic or theme that can be found within that storyline so yeah that's i think the only thing that was tough or that really will make you think in this book other than that as i said kitsy book very easy to read 
I'd recommend it for people who want to read romance, who want to read a young adult book, which is not fantasy fiction or sci-fi. Like this is just a basic direct as it can get young adult book, which is also a romance. Now the second book I'll be talking about, Recipe for a Perfect Wife. Now this book, it's by Kama Brown and it was published on January 21st, 2020. And on Goodreads, it's categorized under fiction, historical fiction, women's fiction, and contemporary. Now this book, I found out about this particular book on TikTok. I saw a video of someone, I can't remember her name, but she was recommending books and this was among them. And I had seen this book before, but the cover is very ugly and I as a result, I just didn't think much of it. But when I saw it on this video, I don't know why, it made me want to watch it. What? To not to watch it. Well, I watched the entire video, but to want to read this book. So I went and got it. And Recipe for a Perfect Wife is totally the opposite of the, the first book that I've just spoken about. They are very, it's very complex. There are very many issues here. Speaking of which, if you feel like you want to read this book, you should know that there are a couple trigger warnings that I'll give you. In this book, there is suicide, there is a murder, there is abuse by a spouse, there is physical, um, psychological abuse, there is also marital rape that takes place. So if you want to read this book, you should definitely know that those are things you'll come across in this book. So this particular read reminded me of the show Why Women Kill. I don't know if you guys have watched it. The one where three women living in the same house, different generations and the struggles they have with their spouses and everything. I don't know. I left it at season one. I don't know if season two came out. COVID happened and... I don't know, I'll go check. Tell me if you watched it though. So this book reminds me of Why Women Kill because it's told in kind of the same way. The story itself, the first woman, there's Alice. The main characters are Alice and the other one is called Nellie or Eleanor, but her name is shortened to Nellie. And these two women live in the, in the same house, but at different points in time. Nellie is the one who lived there first. And basically... For much of this book, it's told in an alternating kind of way, like the different POVs, point of views, are alternated throughout the book. And they talk about living in that house, that particular house, and their relationships, their marriages, how difficult they are. And it's very interesting to see how these women from different generations kind of have the same experiences with their marriages, with their husbands, like things... As much as they have changed, they have not really changed that much at all. So at the beginning of this book, the character now who's like moving into the house in the recent times, that is Alice. Um, she moves into this house with her husband, Nate, Nathan. And um, at first, she does not want to move into this house. It's so old and everything just looks terrible. Plus, it's also in the suburbs and she's a city girl, so she didn't want to move in. But her husband did, so she also goes along with it. So Alice and her husband buy this house and they move in. And Alice becomes a stay-at-home wife. And it's obvious that it's not really out of choice. Something happened at her job, 
that you'll find out if you read the book and so she was fired and now she stays at home because she has nothing else to do she is pretending that she's writing a book because there's nothing else she can say that she's doing at home and so um there's that happening in her side of the story she's hiding secrets from her husband one mainly the or the main secret at first because there are many secrets that she begins to develop and to hide things from him the first is how she lost her job or why she lost it she lied to him about that whole entire thing and so as the story continues the secrets just begin piling up and piling up and their relationships begins to get impossible there is a lot of conflict between them now in the second or pov or in this in the case of nelly nelly is a stay-at-home mom well not mom wife as well but in this case i don't know maybe it's because women at that time were just expected to stay at home not many of them were working as far as i could tell like from the friends that she had or her neighbors majority of them were stay-at-home wives as well and nelly is married to a terrible misogynistic abusive husband at first he's emotionally psychologically abusive but then as the book goes on he also becomes very violent he just grabs her and even at one time he hits her that's why you have to be aware of that if you're going to read this book because i wasn't and domestic abuse really triggers me and it was very hard for me to read this book and even at one point i'd considered stopping like the entire thing i didn't want to read it anymore but i don't know i pushed through i had even considered just reading alice like her povs and leave nelly's alone but i thought that would be cheating and it's not a good way to read a book so i pushed through it and i actually managed to finish and enjoy this book so what you'll get for this from this book is like the experiences of all the women in this book especially alice and nelly their marriages their interests how difficult life can be for a woman and even or depending on whatever time they lived in it was still very difficult it was difficult back then for nelly and even during the modern times it's still very difficult for alice so there's that story there and in the book there are this kind of quotes at the beginning of every chapter and there are quotes from like old books like from 1912 like from a very long time ago and these quotes are the most misogynistic ter- and the most terrible thing i've ever read like my feminist side was screaming and i wanted to just toss my tablet to the farthest corner of the room they were so terrible i will look up a couple and i will post them on my twitter feed so that you can see some of them but they were so terrible so there were some of those titles written like on top before every chapter and then there was also recipes for food because you can't be a good wife unless you know how to cook and they are recipes that we understand belong to nelly because she's the one like she's the great cook of this book so 
the recipes that she cooked for her husband and um, for her parties, the parties that she hosted. So there's that going on. I didn't care much for the recipes because I don't like cooking, but I read the quotes, the terrible ones I was telling you about. And I, I hope I remember. I would really love to post those quotes on my Twitter so that you can see a couple of them. So this book, as I said, it was very difficult for me to read it. First, because of all this there are a lot of triggers in this book and especially the part of physical abuse. Also, this book was very tiresome to read at the beginning. I almost also gave up on it just for this particular reason. I was so tired. It was very boring at the beginning. Everyone was just... I didn't like the personalities of either of these women, the way they were written in the first half of this book. They were very meek, very quiet, dormant, like... A doormat, the kind of people who just have people walking all over them at the beginning of this book. And there was just nothing redeeming about this book. But as it, as it went along, I am so glad I continue reading it because it really improved. There's a total shift when it comes to these characters. All of a sudden, it's like they had been hiding behind this good girl, good wife thing. All of a sudden, they are very brave, very deadly. They are very outspoken. They push back when they, they are pushed. And they stand up for themselves by the end of this book. Especially when it came to Nelly, because I didn't see it coming. I enjoyed the development, like the character development from the kind of person she was from the first part of this book to the very last. And I think I enjoyed this book much more than even the first one that I've talked about. And I think it's the complexity of the story that made me enjoy it much more. I enjoyed the whole experience of seeing life through two women who live in totally different times and who are experiencing the same kind of things at different times and how they respond to them. That was an interesting thing to read. I would highly recommend it for a book club. I think it would make for an interesting discussion. I wish that I was not alone in this book club and there were like other people I would talk to about this book. But yes, it is what it is. I would really recommend this for a book club. And I... I have not treated this book yet, but I am thinking of giving it four stars. I think it deserves five stars, but I won't give it five stars because the first part ruined it. Weirdly enough, this book has such a low rating on Godreads. I don't know why. I'm not really sure why, but I loved it. So if this sounds like something you'd want to read, please go read it and see for yourself if you'd like it. Now, there you have it. Two books, very different in writing in storylines, in characters. The first one is a very cutesy book, a young adult book. The second one, a much more serious and more complex story. The first one, I gave it three stars and the second one, four stars. And so I hope between the two, the cutesy one and the one that TikTok made me read, I hope you find something that you'll want to read between the two of them. And that's it. So let's get to the recommendations for today. Now the book recommendations for today, as I said at the beginning, fall into the category of middle grade books. And these are the kinds of books which your 12-year-old or a 12-year-old that you know will really enjoy. However, you as an adult will also love them because they have just enough material to keep you interested. The themes and the storylines are very well developed and interesting enough for even an adult to want to read any of these books. And I really don't read 
middle grade books that much, but lately I've just been gravitating towards them. And I thought I'd share with you some that I've already read and I really like. And the first book I'll be recommending to you today is called... Oh, I didn't tell you. There are one, two, three, four, five books that I will be talking about today. And the first book called Ghost Squad. And it's written by Claribel A. Ortega, Ghost Squad. Okay, the second one is called... American as Paneer Pie. Wow, I did not write the author. Oh, wait, I did. American as Paneer Pie is written by Supriya Kelkar. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I know I butchered your name. Sorry. But her book, that book is amazing. American as Paneer Pie. Really, really good. Yeah, so you should really check it out. The third one is called The Zombie Chasers by, Johnny, by John Kay. Now, this book, I don't know why people don't like it. I read some reviews on Goodreads and there were people saying that they found it to be really boring. And I don't, I don't know, how do you find zombies to be boring? I particularly liked this book. I have read book one, book two, and book three. After that, it gets boring, so you can read the first three books. Uh, the next book is Trouble in the Stars by Sarah Prinias. And the final one, which I have not finished reading, just a disclaimer, I have not finished reading this one, but so far so good. And the book I'm talking about is called From the Desk of Zoe Washington. So I haven't finished reading, as I said, but when I do, I will let you know if it's really like all around as good as it is currently. And then maybe you'll read it. I've recommended four books and a half one because I've read only half of From the Desk of Zoe Washington. And that's it. That is all I have for you now in today's episode of Book Club for One. Thank you for listening if you made it till the end. And if you liked this episode, please share, please leave a comment and tell your friends, family, and other people about this book. All the books that I've talked about today. And I will see you next time in my next episode. Don't forget, every Saturday I upload episodes of this podcast. So I will see you then. Bye. Bye.